South Down Collective. What's up? I'm Stu. Hello, everybody. It's Steph. The purpose of this podcast is to inform and unite local athletes to training, groups, events, and opportunities in the Homeland Thibodeau Bayou region. Doesn't matter if you're an experienced ultra runner or just getting back to training at the gym, this is the podcast for all things fitness. And we hope you'll find this as your weekly one-stop shop to what's happening locally in fitness and training. This episode is being recorded on Sunday, December 6th. So, Stu, do you have any race results to share from this weekend? I sure do. The Loop Guru trail run was yesterday, and we had a couple of locals that did it. For the 20-miler, Murray Morella did it in 3 hours and 55 minutes. Kevin LeCompte ran 4 hours and 9 minutes. Blake Guidry ran 4 hours and 16 minutes. And John Fontenot ran 4.19. And our very own Dr. Steve Morgan did the 40-miler in eight hours and 30 minutes. So we want to give all of these guys a a great shout out. Congrats to all of those guys for finishing that race. Yeah, that race is, um, well, the trail is absolutely beautiful, but it's, it's got some hills and it has lots of roots and the leaves often cover the roots. So as you're running and you're running, you know, 20 and 40 miles and your legs are already tired, those roots will trip you up and take your heart away. Definitely. So last week was a great weather week as far as I was concerned. I I love running when it's a little chilly out. And uh, rumor has it, Steph, that you were spotted dressed up like the kid on the Christmas story with like buku layers on. When I left my house Tuesday morning, I could not lock my door because I couldn't hold my keys. I had to take my gloves off to get the house keys out to lock the door. Yes, I had sweatpants on top of leggings and I really wish that I would have worn two pairs of gloves because my hands physically hurt in the first mile and a half. It was ridiculous. So we got into this conversation yesterday while we were cycling. I think yesterday morning it was like uh, low 40s, maybe close to, maybe maybe it was like 40 or 39. And so do you have any triggers when it comes to temperatures on like when you might dress warmer? Usually anything that's 50 or below, I wear gloves. Today it was 51 when I left, but I knew that it was going to be overcast and sun wasn't coming out. So I wore them just in case because I figured you can always take them off. And I was very thankful that I wore my gloves today. I almost did not bring them. So usually 50 or below, definitely gloves. Um, I don't wear a beanie unless it's 45 at least or below. And then I do usually wear um, leggings at 45 and below too. And then the sweatpants go on top if it's like 30. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of similar to that. I'm, I usually wait for the 30s before I wear tights and then maybe like a beanie or something. But most of the time, like this morning, was just short pants and just like a little fleece pullover. But I saw a guy when we were out riding this morning, he was running through the lakes and he had muscle shirt on with short pants on. So I guess everybody's a little bit different when it That's comes to Mike. That. If Mike would have run today, he would have been in tank tops, shorts, and gloves. That's it. He loves it. <laughs> and so I saw on Strava that you reached 2,000 miles for the year, Steph. I did um, for the first time ever. I, uh, I saw that I needed just 15 more miles today to get my 50 for the week and then in that all I needed was um eight and a half more miles and I was going to hit 2,000 for the year and that's the first time I've ever done that so I'm pretty pumped. Congratulations that's an awesome achievement. Thank you. So Steph is there any upcoming events? Um, I know that Gulf Coast Marathon and Half Marathon is coming up this weekend and Louisiana Marathon uh, which also has a half option is going to be I think it's the weekend of like January 20th. Yeah, and we'll hopefully, we'll have some locals doing both of those 
races and we'll be plugging those results as we get them hopefully uh, for the next podcast. So this week we have Monique and Kip Dehart and Taylor Weeks from CrossFit Homebrew. How's it going? <laughs> hey guys, good to be here. So do, when do y'all typically um, have classes? So we have classes Monday through Saturday. Uh, we try to pick times you know, that are going to fit most people's schedules. So we have classes starting at 5 a.m. Uh, we have a 6 a.m. class, 11 a.m. noon, and then from 4.30 ending uh, with a 6.30 class in the okay. evening. So we try to get to where, you know, we have the early morning crowd. We have the people who like to work out at lunchtime. And 8.30. And then, oh, yeah, sorry, 8.30 as well. Uh, and then That's we perfect. have the people that want to work out in the evening. So we try to have no, an available class absolutely. across the board for the day. Um, so you're able to get the people before they go to work at 5 and 6, mm -hmm. your people after they drop the kids off at school that may not need to go to work at 8.30, right. your people that want to catch something on the lunch break, and then after they get off work if they're an evening that's person right. who likes yeah. to work out, that's awesome. Usually on, uh, well, every Saturday we open it up kind of like to the community, so people that want to come try it or just generally want to come work out, um, Saturday is our community day, so we have uh, two classes on Saturday where anybody that's wanting to try CrossFit or you know, have, have any questions about it can come in. We're there. Uh, we program a workout. Um, typically it's not as high intensity barbell movements on the weekend just because we get a, a influx of new people. So people are around and they want to come try it. Saturday's the day. Eight and nine. I was yeah, about to say, nine. so okay, so you have a class at eight, nine. How eight. long typically are your classes? Uh, one hour. One hour. Yes. Okay. And where is your facility located? So we're at 184 Alliance Court. And I'm going to say we're right next door to Fastenal. It's a little off the beaten path, but it allows the perfect overall facility for us to, you know, do all of our workouts and have a safe place to run as well. We're like sure. in a little horseshoe loop and it's all just industrial businesses. So we really don't have that much traffic back right. there. Mm -hmm. So it's really definitely nice safe for, especially when it's dark. Right. For yeah, that's run. huge, especially right now for the evening too. Mm -hmm. So when did y'all open? So the gym originally opened in September of 2015. Do y'all have any uh, special events or anything? Uh, I know like you've done like some boot camps and stuff in the past. Do you have like one like that coming up in the near future? Yes, uh, we start one on January 2nd. Um, we're allowing about 20 campers just so it's not so overwhelming for our coach. Um, and what that entails is a six-week boot camp with gym workouts, at-home workouts, accountability, they get nutrition support, and then they just get um, in the pattern of becoming working out. That's a lot of people geared towards they haven't worked out in years or they want to join CrossFit, but they're a little intimidated to start it. So the boot camp's a good place for anybody, age, um, size, fitness level, can a good place to start getting in an exercise routine. That's what I was going to ask. So it's open to all age groups. So it doesn't matter if you're a child or older. We start um, 13 and up in the gym and in the boot camp, um, just because any younger than that, you know, barbell movements. But the boot camp, we don't use any barbell. We kind of, um, it's just scaled down CrossFit, a lot of cardio, just getting the ladies and the guys that come used to working out, getting their bodies moving again. What exactly is CrossFit? CrossFit is defined as constantly varied functional movements executed at a high intensity. Uh, what that means is um, it's movements that you would use throughout everyday life. If you're bending over to pick something up off of the ground, if you're putting something on a shelf, if you're going, you know, like say upstairs, um, sitting even down. sitting down, if you fell down on the ground, um, it would be something like a burpee, prime example. 
you know, using that movement to push yourself off the ground and get back up. It's basically what it's what's, what it's all uh, based around. It's actual functional movements that you would use in everyday life. You know, and we, we train them. It says at high intensity, and that's to like, you know, elevate heart rate, get some, some blood flow, build some aerobic capacity. Yeah, it's a pretty good mix of everything. So you're also helping people, a lot of people learn how to safely put things down and lift things mm -hmm. and right. everything like that too. Absolutely. Right, that's yeah. Awesome. You know. So it's not just for the people who want to come in and for the sport of fitness, but also since it is open to a wide um, age group, those older people who just, you know, they, it's really good for them to stay moving versus a sedentary lifestyle. So as you're saying, with basic body movements, helps them in every way, shape, and form of life. Um, we've had a couple members who are in their upper 70s and 80s, mm -hmm. and it's amazing to see. I mean, they scale down what our workouts normally would be as they're written, but they're able to do it, and it has really helped them, you know, in their everyday life so much. Yeah, we see. I mean, we see people. How old is our oldest member, Miss Jenny? How old is she? I want to say she was 77 or 77. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're seeing people come in that don't have to depend on drugs, you know, blood pressure medicine and all. They can kind of get their bodies moving again and kind of start, you know, scaling off of these prescription medicines. And it uh, it really helps their overall lifestyle, you know. So that's that's kind of the goal to try to help people avoid from getting put on medicine and whatnot or even coming off of medicine um help them live a long and healthier lifestyle throughout you know as long as they can so that's the overall goal of everything here how many members would you say that y'all currently have right now we're just a bit over 180. Ooh. yeah it's it's a bigger group for a crossfit gym mm -hmm. you know most are a little bit smaller but i would say that our community is really tight-knit despite our larger size everybody's very supportive friendly i don't feel like you'll ever see a, an unfamiliar face or kind of have gym anxiety that somebody's watching you you're not gonna have that everybody's willing to you know reach out and help and encourage it's a really nice overall um, community that we have something i love yeah. about it it's crazy like if we're doing say a workout for time usually the person that that's finishing last they'll get the most cheering out of anybody. Because once you're done with the workout, you try to trying to help everybody finish the workout. So usually the last person's getting, you know, everybody's around them cheering, trying to get them to, to finish the workout. So it's a it's a pretty tight knit community. I and talk then, to my gym friends more than I talk to my husband. Yeah. She really does. <laughs> if my phone if my phone's going off at six AM, it's somebody from the gym telling me how bad the workout was. <laughs> so I talk I talk to the girls at the gym so much it's it's crazy and like uh, so our uh all of our coaches i mean we have a, a very good team of coaches mm -hmm. they go above and beyond for you know everybody in the gym they'll take time out of their schedule to sit yeah. there and ex re-explain something or stay after and help somebody progress or work on something you know one of their goals that they have it whether it may be uh I want to jump on this box, you know, to help them progress on that. Or I want to learn how to do pull-ups, you know, help them progress on that. So we have a very good team. Yeah, I would say that none of them, it's it's not just a job for them. Oh, so you know, it's, they it's, love it is something that they're extremely passionate about. So many of our coaches started out just doing CrossFit and they fell in love with it and then became coaches. And now they just, you know, pass on their knowledge and what they've learned and their love for the sport overall. So I definitely think that's conveyed in each class, um, the attention you get, and uh, just the overall interaction you're gonna have on a daily basis. It's not um, not somebody who's just there for, you know, we're locked in just at this hour, when it's right. done, it's over, you know. They'll hang out with you, they'll help you. And that's something I'm, I'm really thankful for that we have there. 
No, that's awesome. When someone realizes that something changed their life in such a positive way that they want to help put that into someone else's life. Exactly, exactly. How did you guys find CrossFit? I'm kind of curious to hear, you know, a little bit of, about each of your, your backgrounds. And... Uh, you should go first. Started, you got me into it. Because <laughs> he was bugging me for years to, to come to Homebrew, and I came maybe one time on a Saturday, and, um, and then we had our first child, and it was just when I worked out was when he was home because I needed childcare essentially. So when I just got tired of only working out once a week or um, not working out at all, I decided, okay, where, let me see. Um, it was either the hospital or the CrossFit gym in Thibodeau that offered childcare. I said, well, I might as well just jump into CrossFit because he does it and they, had, they hadn't they had yet started the Project U Bootcamp. So I just jumped in and my first day of class, I walked through the kitchen door and I fell on the ground. I'm like, Okay, we got to go back some more. <laughs> but he yeah. got, Kippy got us all into it. Yeah. So it started uh, originally, uh, me and Taylor was workout partners since what, maybe 2008? Probably, yeah. if not a little before that. Yeah, yeah, so we used to work out together at a Renaissance, um, you know, regular, typical gym, you know, lifting. Uh, very very low cardio, and then uh, one of the uh, one of the people that was going there just to weightlift was doing CrossFit. It was actually a girl. She was like, "Y'all, should go, you should go try it. I think you're gonna like it." So uh, it was before Homebrew was open. It was a gym called Power. So I went over there for a while, and I was actually a, a 5 a.m. or for like a year where I would go work out 5 a.m. You know, like three four times a week, and then uh, we had a kid. Kind of lost it for a while. Started going back to Renaissance again. Homebrew opened up. It was a bunch of people that I had went to, well, a couple of them I went to school with, knew a bunch of them that are open. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go try it out. Went over there, fell in love with the facility. Again, fell, fell back in love with CrossFit. And I was pushing him to come for, uh, it took a couple months to get him to oh, come. Oh, it actually took longer than that. It was yeah. about a year and a half to yeah. two years. I would, that was a long time. I would still... Yeah, I would still go to Renaissance and work out with them maybe like twice a week, and I would go to Homebrew like three times a week, and then I would always, I was always after. I'm like Taylor, come try, just come try. You're gonna love it. And after the first workout, I think you signed up that oh, day. Oh, I did. So I was extremely hesitant. So like I said, it took that year, year and a half of him working on me to go. I was like. You know, honestly, I made fun of CrossFit at the time. I was like, they're not even, they're doing all these swinging pull-ups. Like, what is this? It doesn't even look like it's a, it's a real workout. Um, basically, just the typical person that's kind of, you know, hesitant and leery about it. There's so many arguments against. But yes, yeah, so finally I went there one day. All of my thoughts and preconceived notions about it just went out the door. I, I absolutely fell in love with it day one. And I still had a membership, I had, so I would always pay my memberships in full. I couldn't get out of it, so I didn't care. After one workout, I was absolutely hooked, and I never went back. And that's been well, almost five years now. It feeds my competitive nature. It feeds my need for you know a gym community, friends there. It's a sport that you can absolutely fall in love with, no matter what your capacity level is currently. Come in. I think you'll really be surprised if you've never done it before. I really, really do see it over and over again. So my story is not solely me. It's something that's repeated over and over. Right. And so you guys started going to homebrew. Was there a period where you took it over? Yes. So um, originally, the the original owners they had it for for almost five years. It was it started out as when we were actually working out at Renaissance. We had talked about. It. I was like, one day we would enjoy owning a gym together. Sure. 
So I had mentioned it to the owner a couple times, you know, if they ever thought they wanted to sell, we might be interested in it. And, and then it had came about to where they were like, okay, well, we'll sit down and talk and see. But they were they were more concerned with selling it to somebody that was going to try to grow it and expand it. They weren't just trying to just sell it just to get rid of it. They wanted somebody that was going to take it to the next level. So I, I, I'm hope, hopeful that they think that we're doing a good job with it. So Yeah, they still come. They're still... Yeah, they're actually members. members. So. Yeah. They still love it. So They started paying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've owned it for just over a year now. Uh, November 1st, 2020, marked the one-year uh, anniversary. Thank you. It. Yeah, thank you. So it's been a lot of fun pumping new life uh, yeah. and energy back into it again. Yeah. Uh, I gave up my teaching career to take to help run it, the day-to-day stuff. So, wow. And I don't regret it for a second. <laughs> I like what, I love what I do now. So if you wanted to go to a class, um, do you do you have a Facebook page where people can see your schedule, a website, things mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, we have we have both. Uh, they can shoot us a message if they want to beforehand. It would be preferred if they message us. But if somebody just wanted to drop in for a class, uh, we just need them to sign a waiver, let the coach know that, hey, I've never done right. CrossFit before. And they'll be sure to give them the attention that's necessary and scaling options that are there. But then again, the Saturdays, 8 and 9, we're always anticipating new people That's coming. Right. That is really That's the best that. time to just show up and try it If out. somebody calls and they're unsure, you know, like, I'm not sure if I want to pay that much or I don't even know if I like it, the, my first thing is to invite them on community day. I'm like, well, come Saturday. It's free. Come try it out. If you like mm-hmm. it, we'll talk. If you yeah. don't like it, you know, no big deal. If you come wanna... back every Saturday if you want to. If you don't want to sign up, just we have people who only come on Saturdays yeah. and that's yeah. it. We are fine with that. And uh, one thing that we haven't mentioned is uh, that we do have childcare there. So if childcare needs or something that's keeping you away from working out right now, we do offer childcare every day. It's not every single class, but, you know, it is the majority of our classes on a daily basis. So we try to make it to where there's nothing holding you back from the gym, any outside obligation. So you should have the ability and the means to come in. So are all of your classes, like your class that's at 5, at 6, at 8.30 at noon, are they all the same class that's basically done that day? Yes. Yes. We have a workout of the day. Um, the members can see it the night before on um, one of our apps. So people who want to come twice a day, you know, it's not really recommended because you are going to repeat the same workout. But it's the same, so that way it's equal across the board. The people who are doing it at 5 a.m. do the exact same thing, the same warm-up get the same instructions as the people who are coming at 530 yeah and and general layout of a of a workout each day is uh, so everything's led by a coach so you would come in the coach would actually have to work out on the board they would explain what the intended stimulus of the workout is whether it be for time for load Um, they'll explain all of that Um, they'll go over the workout they'll do a a warm-up so they'll get you warm Um, if we're doing like a barbell movement they'll go over like a barbell uh, workout, move, you know, warm up, then they'll, they'll go into, um, kind of like teaching a little bit about the movement, you know, like stance, how do you pull, you know, where do you stand tall, whatever the lift may be. And they'll kind of go over that with you. Then they'll go ahead and do like a practice run and then you'll jump into the med con. So it's, it's typically an hour and some days we'll do some structured lifting with it. 
other days it'll just be a metcon. It just depends on what's programmed for the day or for the week. But like I said, everything's instructor led. So if you have any questions, that would be the person to go to and they can direct you to whatever you need. Do you guys have any like noteworthy success stories? I'm sure you have a bunch of somebody coming in that maybe just never experienced CrossFit, but now is like all in and you know made drastic changes. Yeah, one of my um, she's one of my closest friends now, um, Andrea Boudreaux. She she's done a boot camp in the past once or twice. She absolutely hated it, didn't stick with it <laughs> um, because her cousin was one of the ones who helped develop the boot camp. But in February, she decided she was ready for a change, and she has stuck with it even during quarantine because her boot camp was in February, so they only got two weeks of boot camp. Mm-hmm. So it took a lot of determination in my mind because I didn't even work out that much. But she stuck with it, and as soon as we opened back up, she's in there twice a day sometimes. she There's not a day that she doesn't work out, and she's lost over 140 pounds since wow. February. That's awesome. That's incredible. Yes. How do your membership, like, do you, if someone wanted to become a member of your gym, do they pay, like, by the month typically, and then they have access to all the classes, or if there's, like, a limit to the classes? So, um, there's a few different plans that we have. So, we do have no contract, you know, a month-to-month. We have a three-month option and a six-month option. Um, each one, the membership dues drop just a little bit, right. depending on the contract line. But there's no limit to the classes. You could come as many times as you want. We do offer. We do also require, and most most CrossFit gyms across the country do require that when somebody is coming in off the street, fresh, never done CrossFit before, we put them through a foundations or yes. on ramp course, which is three three sessions at an hour piece. So that way, when you're coming in and you see a hang snatch or you see a squat clean, you know what to do. You have an idea, what and then you yes, you know what exactly. not to do, and it's learning how to do the movements safely. Because, you, you know, you have some awesome. people who think they know how to lift, but, you know, we will kind of just guide them a little bit, teach them how classes run before they just walk in and try it. No, absolutely. A lot of people, if they it's came like in and tried to do a lot of that, would leave hurt and not mm-hmm. be able to come exactly. back. Exactly. Right. So, so the point is to get people, everybody. Yes, and get them in there, get it familiar. It's not expecting them to be perfect at any movement. It's purely to be able to do the movement safely. So it doesn't matter if you've never picked up a dumbbell or ever stepped foot in any other gym before. You guys are set up to be able to help anyone in the community yes, right. come in and meet their fitness yes, levels. Right. I did Absolutely. a private training with a lady, a foundations course, and I was showing them the intended, the proper way to do a full burpee. Um, and she's like, I can't do that. I said, so I showed her another option. She's like, I can't do that. I won't be able to get myself off the ground. So I had to hurry up and think, okay, what can I do to get this lady to kind of mimic a burpee? So I grabbed the box and she did burpees kind of leaning over on the box so we made it work for her so what's the future of crossfit training what do you guys see the big picture the next thing that's coming up is barbell specific classes uh, that's something that we're looking to implement maybe starting january 1st perhaps replacing one of our classes right now that is a crossfit class with a barbell club essentially so that would be monday wednesday friday so that's something that we see, and uh, we're also thinking about adding in a yoga or a mobility class oh, nice. uh, once a week, just to again, you know, have that total health and fitness um, opportunity for all members. So that would be something that would be included with everybody's membership. Nice. I think that's the most notable uh, thing that we're doing in the short term. Long term, we have big plans, mm-hmm. but. For now, I think that's the most important. So on those days, if you have the barbell class, it could be beneficial for someone to come do the CrossFit class and the barbell exactly. class, or the CrossFit class yes. and the yoga class. Yes. Correct. Correct. Cool. So nice. just, um, there are plenty of people that do want to come twice a day. 
but again, we don't want them to do the same workout yeah. right. twice. Right. So this would be really beneficial and help build them up as an overall better athlete. How do you, do y'all have competitions? Like, do you host them? Do you have people at your gym that it, like do competitions separately? How does that work? We do have some people that do competitions and we are planning to do one this year. You know, if the COVID restrictions lift a little bit more. We're doing one in January. Yeah, we're, we're actually doing one in January. They did one. Um, Pensacola. Yeah, when was that? End of September. They actually placed uh, second, second nice. in the competition. Four teams in our division. Congratulations. Thank you. That's yeah. awesome. A ton so, of fun. But we have a, um, a couple people throughout the gym that compete, and we have more that ask about competing. So the goal is to put on a, a local comp with us, maybe a, another gym or something, to give everybody the opportunity to compete if they want to compete, just to, you know, it may build a little bit more confidence there to maybe take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And um, CrossFit does what's called the open. So everybody in the whole world that does CrossFit has the opportunity to compete, to go move on in CrossFit, to go to like, say, CrossFit games. So it's a competition that they, they hold every year. It's um, five weeks long. Basically, you come into the gym they write a workout you have from Thursday to the following Monday at 7 p.m. to do the workout. You submit your times and it, it breaks it down by age group, state, country, everything. So you can see where you place that in the world in CrossFit. Yeah. And then the following year, you can see. So I have mine tracked all the way back to 2015. So I can see how I've progressed throughout and where I've started and where I came from. So it's a good way to track your progress. So it's, it's like a mini competition inside the gym too as well. Too. Yeah. So you can see oh, where, you, so where, you, where you're stacking up against people of your same fitness level in the, in the gym, in the country, you know, in the in state. The state. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a good too. So that's like another way to compete. Right. And so. because it's trackable and everybody's doing the same workouts, you can really see, you know, each year how, and how much better am I yeah. getting. Yeah. And so it's a real driving force yeah. and it's a ton of fun. Yeah. The original format was they would do the open and they would take the top 20 out of every region and send them to what's called regionals. And then the top three from top five from every regional would go to the CrossFit Games. Um, they kind of changed it up a little bit. They do the open, the top 20 that qualify in the open uh, get to go to the games. Also, too, I think this year they're taking the top person from every country in the world and bringing them to uh, that, which they did that two years ago. Um, they took the top male and female from each country and brought them in to, to compete. So it, it was a lot of fun, like, you know, just to watch that many people, you know, get the opportunity to go go there on that stage and compete on live TV. So mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. Any final thoughts, anything you guys would like to uh, close out with? Thank you all so much for having us. Yeah. Really, it's been yeah. great being with you all and being able to talk about something that we love. Yeah. Well, okay. that's what this is about. Like, we want to bring everything fitness related, you know, to one place to where it doesn't matter if you've never done CrossFit before, if you've never run a mile in your life before, like, regardless, just to get you to realize that there are people out there that want to help you. Right. And you just have to take the first step. Yeah. I, I think we're like that too. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what you do as far as like your fitness level or what you enjoy, as long as you're doing something and staying healthy and staying active, that's the most important part. You know, that's something that I stress to everybody that that comes through the door. You know, if somebody just would say that they didn't like, you know, a particular movement, you know, that's what I would tell anybody. Just stay moving, stay active, find something that you truly care about, truly like, and it, it becomes not work, but actual fun, so. We'd like to thank Monique and Kibby and Taylor 
with CrossFit Homebrew for joining us. And as always, thanks to Dr. Steve Morgan and Homa Family Dental for allowing us to use their office to record the podcast. We'll continue to post weekly announcements and upcoming events to the Facebook page, so keep an eye out for those. And please tell a friend about the South Down Collective or even share this episode to your page. Help us spread the word. You can also find us on Instagram. Search the South Down Collective. We'll post new episodes every Wednesday to all podcast platforms and share links on all social media. Tune in next week. Our interview will be with the local legend and ultra runner, Wally Nakam. So until next week, keep running. Keep cycling. Or whatever your passion. Train hard, stay safe, and in good health. And tell a friend about the South Down Collective. Until next time. All right, until next time. Thanks for having us. Thank you.